Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we've got our first few live shows coming up in 2022. We've got live shows in London and Guernsey. Our London show is on Thursday. Thursday's a new Friday, the 27th of January. It's at Covent Garden Studios. The doors are at 6.30. The show's at 7.30. We've got two shows for you. It's going to be an absolute blast. And then we head to the beautiful island of Guernsey, where we're doing a live show with special guest Angela Barnes at St. James. That's on February 2nd, and we cannot wait. Yeah, baby. And you can get all of the tickets from drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. London and Guernsey. London and Guernsey. <laughs> We've lost Taylor. <laughs> Drunk women Nice indeed. Welcome aboard. <laughs> I'm hosting this one. Strap in. Yay! Thank you. Have we got new people? Oh, yay! yay! Welcome. Welcome, new people. Hi, Hi Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> Welcome. She has children, so she had to come late. I know that feeling. Virtual <laughs> <laughs> <your> high five. <laughs> Good. I don't know where my children are. Trust me. You're a, I mean, I, do, I, I know where they probably are. It's fine. <laughs> this is my big red clock. Oh, my girl. If, 
Taylor, my beautiful assistant, is putting it there. Now, Katie said I'm beautiful. <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> I borrowed her nail polish. It's very single-weight female tonight, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going blonde. I didn't mean to do that, but it happened. Hi. I, th- I, th- I think it's working. Your children are with me. <laughs> I think that's enough crowd work. (laughs) (laughs) This is where Pink Moscato meets the Pinkerton Agency. Very nice. This is where a Goldschlager meets a jewellery heist. Yeah, I feel like less of you have had Goldschlager. (laughs) You maybe weren't students in the 90s, but uh, it was was big for us. They say you could either get a Goldschlager or you could... I don't know why I'm... (laughs) What's the drink where you put the little shot of the thing in the other drink? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like... <laughs> no, it was like you could... Oh, which one do you want? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, there are so many names for yeah, these things Yeah, that's now. the name I learned, and then I tried to order one of those in Ireland, and then I learned it's really, really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's how we learn. All I right. hadn't thought it through. Oh, it's not offensive here, just in Ireland. No, 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 just don't order it in Ireland. Yeah. So it's fine. So, so therefore it's fine. It's fine. Uh, right. I'll do the third one. This is where, it's my own fault. This is where a black Russian meets a black widow. Oh, okay. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of life. Now, without further ado, we have a fantastic guest for you tonight. It's the political commentator and comedian, Aisha Hazarika. Hello, hello. Don't I span around as I sat down? This is so good. This is so nice to see people. So nice. Give us a cheer if you're just glad to be out. Give me a cheer if you're just glad to be away from your children. (laughs) Not right. Yes. (laughs) I love when you ask that question. I don't even have kids and I cheer. I did actually hear that like vasectomies were going up as a sort of Christmas present for for, for fathers, oh, like after the lockdown. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Really hard yeah. to wrap, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good tip. Anyone yeah. that hasn't thought of anything, yes, <laughs> for the men in your family, they don't want socks; they want vasectomies. <laughs> um, now, Aisha, can you tell us have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, I have. So I've got two crimes to report, actually. Okay. The first one's actually themed into the the la- a story that we heard earlier. Okay. About somebody doing a poo. Oh. Okay. Do you remember that story? Yeah. <laughs> so I had had this big row on Twitter with. That's a great start. It's to a, a story. great start. <laughs> yeah. With the the ITV journalist Robert Peston. <laughs> <laughs> you see where this is going, and. Um, <laughs> It's like I was presenting some radio show on Radio 4 and I think we had like reviewed Toy Story 4 or something and we didn't really like it. And okay. Robert Peston really liked it and went absolutely mad. Like, and he took it to Twitter. Totally, like it was like massive Twitter beef, like it really all kicked off. And um, Robert, Robert Peston is a neighbour of mine. Wow. And it 
all really, really kicked off. And I was like, kicked off, kicked off, kicked off. Anyway, somebody did a massive poo on my doorstep. Uh-oh. I know. And I was like, you've got to respect me as a human being. Like, I'm like really serious. I'm like a big deal. I'm like a serious human in my own right. And then I was there in my hands and knees wearing goggles, cleaning up <laughs> this human shite. And I'd used a pizza box as a sort of shovel. <laughs> right? Like, so, so I'm scooping yep, up yep. human shite with my Domino's pizza thing. <laughs> and then I hear this voice going, well, hello. I just look oh, up. I'm on man. my hands and knees with my goggles. Oh, I was no. like, hi, Robert. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi, hi. And I thought, maybe it was Robert Peston. <gasps> maybe it was Robert Peston getting his revenge Come on me. gloat at you cleaning up with a pizza box. Exactly. I'm, ironically, yeah. this is the biggest scoop we've had on this podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And then my second bit of crime also involves in front of my I love that. Doors. We're just going to move on from that, actually. Just move on from that. Do you know that. what? Robert Peston took a shit on my doorstep. Yeah. And, um, no, Never shit on your own doorstep. Yeah. But also, I did ring his girlfriend. I was like, did Robert shit on my doorstep? She's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, she went, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think oh so. Oh, my God. But she couldn't be sure. <laughs> joke. But then I had this other thing where, like, I had this, like... I did my recycling using a bag for life and I was just about to move house. Yeah. And I was like looking out my, my window and I saw this guy just empty all my recycling onto the street oh. and steal the bag for life. <gasps> Whoa! I know, I know. It's like the means, it was terrible. So I like, <laughs> I was also wearing my nighty looking like a demented woman. Like I sort of looked like Miss Havisham, like a sort of beige Miss Havisham. <laughs> and when you do sleep in a wedding dress. Of course, okay, of course. Okay, okay. Just checking, just checking. And, I, and I was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? My worst oh, Glaswegian accent. And he was just like, fuck you. <laughs> and ran off with my bag for life. Oh my God. I've got to ask, is this before or after the Domino's pizza shit? <laughs> That's a good point. I think this is after the okay. Domino's incident. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, lo- th- and you can see why I moved now, can't you? You really can see why I moved house. I love that you just <laughs> went for it. Like, yeah, fuck you. Don't steal my bag. I love yeah. that you did that. I did. Because I'm so tight. I'm both Indian and <laughs> Scottish. So, like, my levels of tightness are just like, I'm like, that's my bag. I need my, my 50p back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I love the idea of your realtor trying to sell <laughs> your house. Like, it's a lovely neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah. Neighbours all get along really, really well. But you know, the, wor- the worst thing is, as I left my house, like, I moved about three months ago, there was a lot of rubbish outside my house. But also, I didn't know what to do with the toilet brush. Like, I t- took out the toilet, like, the old toilet brush. And my, my boyfriend was like, maybe we'll leave it as a gift for the next people. I was like, no! Yeah. You, it's not like a hi, welcome to your new home. Here's my shitty toilet brush. Like, hi. Yeah, no, get them a vasectomy if you're going to get them anything. Exactly. (laughs) A snip at the price. (laughs) Come on! that were moving in they arrived and they locked in the door and they were like hi and I didn't know what to do so I just gave them the toilet <laughs> <laughs> I had a Camry just like I've really got to go enjoy the house good luck here's the toilet rush bye wow oh that's great and don't Somewhere pick there. a fight with Robert Peston <laughs> somewhere they're telling that story aren't they <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and definitely. this woman came out of yeah. our new home and gave us a shitty toilet <laughs> would also like to say Robert Peston was actually a very nice neighbour to me during lockdown and he sort of did take me on very long walks so he's a very good 
Like wow. me and his dog, we went on more walks. Uh, so you made up after the whole Toy Story? Yeah, thing. we did actually. <laughs> we did, we did, we did, we did. He he apologised. I accepted it, and then we went oh. on lots of lockdown walks. Oh, so it's a happy end. Oh, that's a beautiful lockdown story. Yeah, we need more of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not good terrible crimes but it's a beautiful ending to that story I mean there's a shit in it I mean yeah, yeah. if someone shut on my doorstep I think but... that gives us closure yeah I think it's which good. one made you more angry the bag for life <laughs> I had a feeling it was that yeah. that's great I'd, r- I'd rather clear up shit than watch someone steal from me <laughs> in a nighty. yeah <laughs> you can get rid of the shit but you're never getting that bag back exactly exactly yeah Injustice. It was not, in fact, for life. (laughs) (laughs) They never are. Especially if you throw up in one. I don't know why we all keep falling for this. But that's another podcast. On that note, are we ready to solve some true crime? Okay. I have the details of the case. No one else knows anything about this. I'm going to trickle some information and see what these... (laughs) Just setting the tone, guys. Just setting the tone. Listen up, knuckleheads. Uh, Oh, it's been ages since you said that, Sassy. Yeah. (laughs) I've gone Coke classic. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, I'm going to start this case. We're in a countryside village. Mm -hmm. Some adverts appear for a mysterious Madame X. Ooh. Correct. Isn't that Madonna's new album? (laughs) Is this very recent? (laughs) I mean, do you know what? I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Uh, So, Madame X is passing through this uh, nearby town and a group of servants that work in a fancy house all receive letters inviting them to meet Madame X for free. So, I want to kick us off with two questions. Number one, what service is Madame X offering? And number two, what year do we think this is? Oh. Fortune telling. Okay. 19... You're going to let her take your year for life? (laughs) I do not know what the fuck I'm going to do now. um. 1921. I really mean 1917, though. 1917. Mm-hmm. 1917. <laughs> 17. <laughs> Didn't you see that in 4DX? Is that you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone told me they saw. Katie, was you? Katie? Oh, 90. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I saw, you know, yeah. With the fucking rumbling and the spraying water and stuff. 1917. <laughs> it was, How did they even let that happen? It was so inappropriate. <laughs> Like it's not Star Wars. It's it's not some great fantasy adventure. This is real people's lives. I loved it. I was we were just like on their WhatsApp group. We were just like, how was date night? We saw that in seventeen and four DX, and I don't know whether we should have done. I cannot believe that happened. That's insane. It is insane. Oh dear. But sorry, the the question. What do you think? <laughs> like Schindler's so... List. Like you just don't do it. <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? So, madam, I think she's giving out... Maybe she's giving out sort of medical advice. Okay, yeah. Yeah, medical advice. Okay, I like it. Yeah, particularly to women, young women. Okay, so, yeah, okay. Any any advance on the year? You're like 1912 or higher or lower? (laughs) 
I'm going to go a bit earlier. Okay. It could be like 1890s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, it, is it something, is, is it something to do with the X-Men? Is that, I mean, it's a valid guess. So valid I guess. think it might be <laughs> X-Men shit and 19, I guess, 13. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> what service are you offering? X-Men shit. <laughs> like, laser eyes, whatever. Yeah. Um, <sighs> you know what, Hannah? If you'd gone the other way, you would have beaten the audience member. It's 1911. Oh, oh shit. But you still yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't count. <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> You count um, very much. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and Taylor Glenn is correct. It's a clairvoyant. Madame oh. X is a clairvoyant. It's 1911. It's, uh, they call it, it's officially... Well, Ooh. now, the Edwardian era, I've discovered, although he died in, I think, something like 1910, they count the Edwardian era until the start of the First World War. Do they? Yeah. They just didn't know what else to call it's it. Just, it's everyone, everyone was having tea on the lawn until they started bombing each other. Ready. <laughs> um, so, that's my understanding of history. <laughs> Enjoy it in 4DX. Uh, so, <laughs> now, okay, so Madam X is going offering to read these particular servants' fortunes for free. Now, normally this costs a tuppence. Uh, so, you know, ka-ching, back of the net, savings. Uh, now, one by one, the servants, mainly maids, go to meet Madam X in a darkened room above a tailor's shop. She's shrouded in a robe, covered in, like, moons and cats. And so, you know the drill, fortune teller stuff. Now, most of them get told rosy future stuff. You're going to marry a man. You're going to meet him soon. It's all going to be great. You're going to have a lovely life. Now, one servant doesn't want to come and have her fortune read. So Madam X starts telling the other maids fortunes like something will happen to a servant with a name with a P in it. Uh, she must come and see me. Uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. Now, word gets back. So a servant called like Polly or whatever, eventually... <laughs> <laughs> got mixed sources on this. Uh, she eventually reluctantly comes to see Madam X. Now, Polly gets told a different fortune to the others. Question, what does Polly get told? Oh, great. The one that didn't want to go gets the shitty fortune. <laughs> That's not a good business model. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. This is just bad business. That's, it's not good capitalism. Anyone no. else? <laughs> oh, shit. Was she told you will get on a boat? It's 1911, oh, bitches. Yeah. Oh, my God. If she goes on the Titanic, I will, I will shit myself here. I mean... Katie, a lot is riding on this. Um, uh, any advance on oh. shitting myself on stage? Uh, it's kind of quite hard to follow <laughs> yeah, that, really, sorry. isn't it? It is quite hard to follow. I, um, no, I can't think of anything. <laughs> it's just like, no. All right, okay. I'm she, gonna does she foretell her death? No. Damn it. But it is bad. Okay, good. Does she foretell that she's going to get a terminal illness? No, but that's a great guess too. Does she say, you're going to be the next Madam X and it's like Ooh, Princess Bride? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very Twilight Zone. I might kill you in the morning. <laughs> Does she say, have you had an accident at work recently? <laughs> I really wish you missold PPI. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, thank you. 
She was the first person that was happy to have that question. Um, no, these are all wonderful guesses. Uh, basically, she gets told initially, it's a bit of a creepy one, she gets told that she's going to come into some money, so it sounds good, mm. but then the fortune teller kind of changes gears and she's like, but you don't deserve this money. And basically accuses this servant of overhearing a secret in the family's house and um, using that se- telling the secret to someone else and blackmailing this family. And she kind of really ramps up and says, you've been stealing secrets and you've sold these secrets and you went back and you tried to hear more secrets. You sold it to your sweetheart and you're blackmailing this family. Your future is a courtroom and jail for the crime of blackmail. That doesn't sound like a fortune. That's like when you get like a fortune cookie and it just says what's happening in the present. Like that's not. All right, look, I think you are sitting. Do you know what I mean, though? Do you like want me she's to do it in a funny her. voice? Will that make it better? No, 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 no. I'm just genuinely asking: Is she saying that she's going to do these things, or is she saying like you've been telling lies, and I mean, so yeah. you've been overhearing secrets, and you know what? It's a, what I mean? it's a valid point that you raise. But it's boring, isn't it? No, so. you know what? <laughs> it is the, though. The trouble it's is, boring. it's um. We'll move on. It's It's, rele- it's relevant. Uh, now I'm okay with that. Polly admits everything and says that her sweetheart has made her blackmail this family. She accidentally had the first secret, and then she started doing all the stuff. Uh, now, Madam. Oh, also, she promises to stop. Blah blah blah. Doing all the for- the blackmailing. Now. So, <laughs> so it's true. She was doing that. Yes. How did Madame X know? Okay. okay. That's Let me the ask question. My next question. That's <laughs> What's a fryer? <laughs> yeah. You want to go? Uh, no. Okay. Now, Madame X is not a real fortune teller. Question. What is Madame X? What's her real job? Police officer. Or- Police officer. Any advance? Loads of people saying prostitute. Like, just loads. I heard prostitute from everywhere. I, don't think I feel like she is working for the, the family in the big house, for sure. Or the mm. White Star Line. Mm. Mm. Still not decided. it. <laughs> okay. So, we've got... She owns a brothel from the audience. What is her real job? Why would she be... Or maybe she's like... Hairdresser who gets all the gossip. Nice intel from the audience over there, too. Oh, you guys have got to step up. Maybe oh, she's she a private not. investigator that the family hired. Oh. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. <laughs> that was the present for the audience. Oh, Jeez. oh no, geez. No, there's two, there's two. I thought we had done it again. There's two. Oh. If okay. we get through that one, we're in danger. No one let us bend down. <laughs> okay. I've always said that. This is private... <laughs> Can I have a top up too? It's yeah. definitely a good idea. Uh, this is Private Detective Maud West. Oh, Maud West. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It's not great. Female detective. Yes, good. Right. Okay, now, she's not just any private detective. Do you want me to hold your drink? Is that mine? Yeah. Well, then you can't hold yours. I don't know. Female workplace. <laughs> All right. Okay, you can hold it for now. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. When No, you don't need to hear that story. Right. Uh, now, she is not just any private detective. She is the premier Edwardian lady detective. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. She 
<laughs> Everyone's got love. Uh, she owns her own detective agency, and she is one of two women at this time to own her own detective agency. Oh, mad. But there were hundreds and... <laughs> There were hundreds and hundreds of lady private detectives at this time in London, and we will get to the reasons for that in a second. Ooh, that's fucking rad. Yeah. I love her. That is so really? cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Uncovered history of this is really interesting. <laughs> like, not that this is a... It's not a history podcast. There's jokes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. Now, Just tell me if you want a sip, and I'll get your drink, okay? Do you know what? This is... This is no, you just still don't need to hear this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Okay. The thing is, I've oversold it. So what it is, is on my, on my wedding day, I couldn't carry a bag, so my best friend had to carry all the stuff I needed. So like every now and then I'd be like, lipstick. Aww. I was like, Mariah Carey. Aww. That's a very dated reference. <laughs> But one, we all under, we're, all, we're so reference. old, we all got it. We all went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It checks out. I mean, I was, I was Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, but <laughs> for the young stars, yeah. young stars, the young stars, she's Gemma I Collins. Was, I, was, I was that YouTuber you all like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Are now. you an influencer? <laughs> Now, one source described her as armed with a revolver and a selection of ingenious disguises. She successfully unmasked blackmailers, caught adulterers, and foiled jewel thieves. <gasps> a real-life female Sherlock Holmes. And some of her, her disguises are incredible. And half the time she dressed as men as well. Yes. Now, she pretended to be a clairvoyant to get this confession of blackmail from this uh, servant. And as you correctly ascertained, the, the family had hired her. Uh, now, Maud West isn't even her real name. I ascertained that. <laughs> uh, also, I wanted to say Sherlock Holmes, but oh. I didn't want to interrupt, guys. But I kind of I I wanted to say it. Okay. Mate, you're so much better than all my sources. I just keep thinking of a lady deer stalker. Yes. <laughs> like what outfits was she wearing? Oh my god, little pockets of the yeah, side of tampons, well. that kind of thing. <laughs> Just like how cool did she look? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll come back to you. Uh, magnifying right. glass for dicks, am I right? <laughs> sorry, I've, I've taken it too far. I've taken it too far. I just thought what else does Sherlock right. Holmes have? I wasn't even listening. I'm just gonna tell you to shush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crack on with the case. Maud West. Sorry, where yeah. are we again? I apologise. We're in Edwardian, fake Edwardian, but still Edwardian England. England, we're in England. Maud right. West. Was that her real name? No. No. <laughs> I, was a, I was about to say, her real name was Edith Elliot. Her dad was a sailor. Her mum was a domestic servant. She was born in Deptford, South London in 1880. She ran away from home, age 20, to marry her sweetheart, Harry. They have five kids. Um, and then they live in Finchley. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Did not give a All shit right. about these women just breaking barriers with Finchley. <laughs> we, got, we got the Finchley massive. The Wests are in. So, the Elliots. Anyway, Harry, the husband, gets sick. They need another income. Question How does Maud West get started in being a detective? Oh. Five kids. She's resourceful. She's in the, the parental community. I think one of the friends, one of her mother friends, 
suspects her husband is being unfaithful, Ooh. and she knows that Maud is a real dab hand. Mm. Is that a thing? Mm. With investigation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. All yeah, right. no, I love that. I think, yeah, she was just yeah. a bit of a nosy bitch. I just right. think, I think she's <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the expression yeah. I was looking for. Don't be, don't be around the bush, Tyler. She's just like nightmare mom, isn't she? And she's probably quite aggressive. Like she's, like, she's the woman that knows everything that's going on and is also probably quite judgy, judgy and knows everything. Okay. She's probably, like, got an Edwardian Facebook page that is, like, throwing... <laughs> A lot of shade on people. Like, do you think, like, oh, who forgot cakes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Noted, reported, flagged. Wow. <laughs> um, none of you have quite got it. It was via her uncle. Uh, so her. We haven't had an uncle in a while, have we? No. On this but show. Now, so now, this is not a creepy uncle story. Okay. It's a nice uncle. Oh, just good old nepotism. Uh, well, no. So he was a solicitor, and he offered to pay her to help him solve a robbery by posing as a maid. Now she doesn't hesitate. She wants adventure, and they needed the money. Uh, so basically, she goes. To Lauren, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> so we could shake things up. Um, so, but she hides. So her real identity, obviously, married with kids. She also partly raised her sister. Blah blah blah. But she takes on this persona, yeah. very secretive. Ooh. Now, she established her own... She went from there, did the job, established her own agency in 1905, and she employed both men and women what as What a detectives. stretch to play a maid after you've raised five children. <laughs> I, I don't know how I will pull this off. <laughs> there was a huge boon... Oh, she kept the best cases for herself. There was a huge boon in lady detectives in this era for two main reasons... And I wondered if you guys could guess the reasons. Two main reasons. Mm. It's 1911. We're, we're ramping up to a war. It's the end of the, the Victorian era is over. We're in sort of modern times for the times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like... So people started trusting women more at this point. Yeah, okay. I know, it seems disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, like, we're in 1911. Yeah. Only when they're forced to, though. Yeah. You know? And it's it didn't forcing last. Them to. <laughs> no. Men are cheating a lot. That's a very good guess, actually. Well, like, women just fucking better at it. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, like, you know, there's yeah. women are some, a, a lot of the time just fucking better at stuff. <laughs> Sorry, four men we have in the audience. I, I appreciate you. I see you. But uh, we're, be we're better detectives, is what I'm saying. But... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were better at cheating. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, that's very confident. I love that. That's true equality. But also, maybe it's because women were in such sort of like serve, serve mm -hmm. the, what's the word? They Servitude? Yeah, yeah, they were in those kind of roles. So in terms of going undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very much like Elf's fisting there. Um, but going <gasps> undercover. Is that what Rosie the Riveter is actually doing? Oh, no. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what a shame. Drunk women solving crime. Hey guys, you know how I don't like to talk about myself? Well, I nailed being sassy last year, so now I'm fine with it. I'm great. Have you heard how great I am? I wrote another book. Oh yes, your latest brilliantly funny book, You're Not the Boss of Me, comes out in February this year, doesn't it? 
6th of February 2022, baby! My New Year's resolution this year is to get everyone to buy it. It's important to have achievable and realistic goals. You're Not the Boss of Me is a laugh-out-loud story about fighting for your right to steal the show from the much-loved author of When Good Geeks Go Bad, The Weird Friends Fan Club, and My Best Friend and Other Enemies series. That's you. That's me! Amy Miller is a very positive person and she is fully prepared to be the star of the school comedy show. But when Harry is put in charge, he stops her from performing or writing or doing anything fun. Amy can't understand what's happening until her sister tells her Harry is being sexist and Amy must take a stand. Armed only with killer one-liners, Amy goes into battle to fight for her right to make people laugh. Published by Nosy Crow, Catherine Wilkins has been described as properly funny by The Independent and hilarious by Harry Hill. That's you. That's me. Perfect for ages 8 to 80. You're Not the Boss of Me is available to pre-order at all good bookshops now. Oh, yes. Please pre-order it if you fancy it. It will make me look extra sassy. Sassy Katie. Sassy Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, my name's Hunter, and I'm an ex-cheerleader from the Kansas City High School Rototillers. They kicked me off for an incident which was not properly investigated involving Reagan Kaczynski's phone. And, like, by the way, I don't even have Reagan's login details anymore ever since last year's prom when she ran off with my boyfriend, Frick. So now, I'm flying solo. I'm the solo cheerleader. And you know what? I'm here to shout out the first patrons of 2022 for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Ready? Okay. When I say Emily, I say Ward. Emily, Ward. Emily, Ward. When I say Emma, I say Kenna Gallagher. Emma, Kenna Gallagher. Emma, Kenna Gallagher. When I say Brimmon, I say Welch Clark. Brimmon, Welch Clark. Brimmon, Welch Clark. When I say Abby, I say Harris. Abby, Harris. Abby, Harris. When I say Christina, I say Jarvis. Christina, Jarvis. Christina, Jarvis. When I say Katie, I say Wild. Katie, Wild. Katie, Wild. When I say Angela, I say McGarrigal. Angela McGarrigal. Angela McGarrigal. When I say Tatiana, I say Kolopenko. Tatiana, Kolopenko. Tatiana, Kolopenko. When I say Malin, I say Masterson. Malin, Masterson. Malin, Masterson. When I say D, I say D. D, 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 D. When I say a gnome, I say a gnome. A gnome. A gnome, a gnome, a gnome. Okay, woo! So I think it's because women were able to get into places more and are better. All right, do you guys, do you have anything to add, Aisha? Um, maybe as well it was the fact that like because society was beginning to change yes. that um, there was just a lot more suspicion of people and people gaining confidence yeah. and people thinking we must stop that yeah 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 no do you know what you're suffrage on the, you're on the money suffrage suffrage yes I'm just trying Actually, to backtrack from the Rosie no, the Riveter you know gag that did not go also, down well you know what you <laughs> suffrage you I support no. are all you're on the you're on the money 
that's you it. haven't i'm gonna get to you've all kind of said the second reason <laughs> none of you've got the first reason but i didn't expect that you would um because oh. it, it was <laughs> no well <laughs> all right sorry i'll tell you the reason and you tell me if you no you... no i'm joking <laughs> you tell me if this was on the tip of your tongue the Marriage Act of 1857. 57. Oh, oh my God! Of fifth 1857. Yeah, which is all, all, uh, a lot before this right, year. Taylor, I take it. I take it back. I take it back. You know everything. Um, they allowed divorces. Yeah, you're so the key point about that is you're allowed a divorce if you can prove adultery. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> We're still um, waiting for that in the Indian community. We're still waiting <laughs> that moment to happen. But with some private detectives help? Yes, but, or, my, or just your mum. Asian mums are really good at this <laughs> stuff. You know. can get, get that going. Um, so the other thing was just like a sort of a general relaxing of standards. Um, <laughs> but I will, I will tell you more about that. So basically, I just I want to cover some quick social issues and then I'll get back to the case. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of being a detective was, as you said, Hannah, it's, you know, you're a scullery maid, you're invisible, no one cares. You're skulking around hotels, spying on people having affairs. You can, you know, and then they're like, oh shit, there's someone testifying in court that I had an affair. Yeah. So it's, it's like all, spies it's, in disguise. Yeah. It's Nobody all, knows it's suspicions. all that kind of Same stuff. thing. That's actually a really good movie. It's amazing. Yeah. What does Preston it? think? I don't know. I, I want. I want to go to him on all on all animated movies from now on. There's a lot of shitting in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whatever else I do wrong on this podcast, like the rest of this case, I'm not Amanda's most hated person. <laughs> <laughs> the edit. Um, we'll beep him. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that from now on. Okay, go on. Okay. So listen, times were changing, and it was acceptable for middle class women. Uh, let's not get carried away. Uh, to be unaccompanied in public. Oh, I know, right? Madness. Also very unsafe for women, yeah. which is the problem. Were they told to flag down a bus if anything <laughs> right, like right. that happens? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. You know what? They were. <laughs> it is not a good situation. My next question is, what facility did women need that had not been previously provided for them in public spaces? Toilets. It is toilets. <gasps> wow. Um, not on yeah. your street. But <laughs> 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 on the off chance it was a woman, but I think it was... Okay, so listen. No, you've pissed her off and hurt her ears. <laughs> now, department stores were some Sorry, of... but what did they do before then? They just they didn't, didn't use the toilet. They got a bag for they life. This comes up in, I don't know who read Lean In back in the day when everyone was very excited about that. But like, one of the things was like, this, she went to that meeting, she was the only woman, all these executives, and she was like, oh, where's the bathroom? And this guy didn't know. He didn't know where the ladies' toilets was because there'd never been a woman in a meeting. It's that, anyway, it's that. Um, <laughs> I'm so, with you, I'm with you. It's crazy um, though. Now, department stores were some of the first good capitalists to start monetizing women's new freedoms. Selfridge. Yeah, 
It is. Yeah. That wasn't a question, um, but I answered it. We have. It. So we've got. We've. They've all suddenly got refreshment rooms. Ladies can go to the Wiz Palace. There is... <laughs> Yay! There's a boom in tea rooms. Restaurants are booming. Chicks just want to have a safe space to have a cucumber sandwich. Um, but with great freedom comes gangs. Um, because literally there is a crime wave of lady gangs nicking from Selfridges. Yeah. Because suddenly it's okay for them to be out in public without someone going, where's your keeper? So now all these women can just be like, well, oh, I'm a fancy lady. Look over there, and now I'm nicking. So actually, all of, a lot of the private detective work was shadowing people and stopping people nicking in shops. What, like, but lady gangs? We yeah. even do gangs better, motherfuckers. Yes! <laughs> Apologies to the four men. I respect you, and really, I really like you. Yeah. I, I, I actually, actually do, I know one of you. <laughs> you so, know so many more folds to hide stuff in. I mean the clothes. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> Clothing. Okay, so Maud did some of that, but she kept the best cases for herself. So I'm going to do a little quick... She then started making the other people do those. So she did the most... I'll give you some of her highlights. In 1913, she was hired by a wealthy woman to tail her husband. This dude goes out of town, so she ends up following him across Europe and America. Whoa. That is tax deductible. <laughs> um, now, this man goes on mysterious outings, and she follows him in various male disguises. Now, eventually, she realizes that he's making lots of trips to meet a disreputable doctor. So my question is... <laughs> What do you think he was doing with this doctor? Oh. Playing doctors and nurses. Oh. That is a very nice answer. <laughs> a male doctor. Yeah, they're all male at this point. Well, that's, that's I it. I mean, there's like three women doctors, maybe. Is he having an affair with the doctor? Okay. Yeah. It, oh, gosh. It's really dark, but I feel like... I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be something good. Is it going to be like... He, uh, I, I don't know. Does, does he? <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> I don't know. Does he get like abortions from the doctor or something mm. from his mistresses? Like, okay, yeah. uh, it's really dark. I want to go back to the poo stuff, you know guys. What? I can. No, I, was... <laughs> I can. No, Gang I... for sex to me. Oh, nice. Yes. You know what? I can see why you guys all went there. What happened was this doctor was illegally. Pre- procuring corpses for the husband's human dissection hobby. Oh. I can't believe we didn't get that. (laughs) No. You guys are so off your game. Um, Hobby. Now, as I said, this is, yeah, this is just the highlights, you guys. Now, imagine just worrying that your husband's having an affair. (laughs) (laughs) No, he only wants to fuck you, but he wants to dissect corpses. (laughs) Can I please have a sip of my drink? Yes, yes, yes. So there's a lot of blackmail she has to put a stop to. Um, Also, I should say in this era, reputation is everything. Um, Hair is everything, Anthony. (laughs) But, But for reputation, so it's all like people have got... so so many secrets it's all this bullshit everyone has to live by now in there's this one case an american no just doesn't say american i just went there 
Oh, I can't wait to find out what they did. Do you know what it is? No, <laughs> what sorry, they what I meant was there's this complete asshole. <laughs> do you know what it is? The word A. And I just have trouble reading it, turns out. It says A woman. Can we take this back? Did you no. lose it? Oh, okay. You can't have it. Okay. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, a woman, she could be American. But anyway, she's blackmailing the youngest son of a well-known family and she was threatening to claim that she had been quote-unquote compromised by him. That is a euphemism. I think in this instance it means fingered. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, (laughs) Maud is hired to entrap this woman so there's leverage and they can stop the blackmailing. Okay. What Um, about the fingering? Yeah, does that stop? This is the thing. I don't know how they prove or disprove this, but I think that this woman saying she's been compromised by this guy will be enough shame. They don't want to deal with this thing. They need to stop the blackmail. Did also, they call it fingering back then? I hope they did, because it feels very sort of like 90s fingering, doesn't it? It's very <laughs> nice. the, the, the trouble is, we don't know if he actually did something and he's a bad guy, but he's got the money to hire a private detective yeah, to kind yeah, of quash yeah. it. Or if the person blackmailing is like a bad lady that just wants to feed her family. No, there's no, there's no such thing as a bad lady. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, because there's... Look what I said there. A bad lady needs to feed her family. She's, yeah. They forced her hand. Um, <laughs> oh, well, here we are. Um, now, so Maud tries to uh, entrap this woman... Um, so she's staked out in a London nightclub um, and she goes up to this woman she, so Maud is dressed as a woman at this point she goes up to this woman but this woman does not want to talk to Maud she is on the prowl for dick and <laughs> Maud is rebuffed uh, so she, she cannot gain the, the, the target's confidence so she goes home or back to her office and she gets changed and she comes back as a man um, but like a man of like unlimited wealth and she starts chatting to this woman again. And then, according to my source, this woman now loves talking to Maud um, and latched onto her as a potential new victim. And Maud played along with... Now, I say played along. <laughs> what happened was they snogged. Um, and then Maud wrote in her... Because Maud wrote loads of articles and stuff. Um, After having a lot to drink, I kissed her. Being a detective has its dark side. I'm not sure you can call that a dark side. It sounds like she just got horny. Um, and also, women get to be sleazy too, because that's feminism. <laughs> that's what we all fought for, right? Uh, now, uh, Maud goes back to someone's flat, and then she whips off her wig in a dramatic reveal and grabs the evidence and then gets out of there. That when you say grabs the evidence, is that a euphemism? I mean, yeah, what happened? this is the thing. I don't have enough... Like, it's really tricky to find. There is actually a book about this, which I've been listening to on audiobook, but I haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good book. It's by... Um, I'll find her name in a minute. <laughs> No. Yeah, because what's the evidence that a woman has been fingered other than a disappointed face? Well, so this is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the evidence, now I think of it. <laughs> but it's like, so this is the thing. Maud was like a PR queen. Like, she wrote loads of her own articles and submitted them to the press to, like, publish them, to like be like, oh, you should hire Maud West. Look at these daring mm-hmm. e- exploits. 
And then she sent like a photo of her dressed as a man for like her publicity photo. So she's very secretive, but very like on the money of what's sold. Yeah. So in this book, and I'll find this from the same in a second because I've literally got it written down. It's half of it's like some of it's for the show, but some of it is really true. And a lot of it's true, but exaggerated or, you know, names have been changed. Um, anyway, uh, I'll quickly ask you this. She shared a building. So her office was in a building, the same building uh, where a famous murderer had w- also had an office. That's I'm so big. <laughs> she shared a building with her a famous murderer. Her office was in a building. <laughs> wait, wait, let me start again. <laughs> she shared a building with a famous murderer. Name that murderer. <gasps> oh, I love Jack it. the Ripper. <laughs> nice oh. guess, nice guess. JTR. Yeah. It's amazing we never found out who Jack the Ripper was when his little plaque was over his <laughs> office. A famous murderer. So what time are we talking? What time 19- are we talking? So it's Edwardian. Okay. And we have done a case on this famous murderer. Ooh. So we're talking like, so it's still 19, sort of the 19 teens. Yeah. And I will give you a clue. Oh, shit. He escaped on a ship with someone. Oh! His wife was at the, in the music hall. Yes. He was called Dr. Crippen. Yes. She knows her murderers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I do quite like it when the cases like cross over. Yeah. I, I mean, I smell a sitcom. I don't know about anyone else, but uh, Crippen and Maud. Yeah, but it's a really... Because, like, in this building, so, like, the most reputable people... So, like, there's piano sales at the bottom and then kind of, like, the further up in the offices it got the work... Like, the people, like, snake oil salesmen at the top. So his That's Crippen's, a bit like the Daily Mail building. <laughs> and, like, Crippen's wife was, like, in the music bit at the bottom and then oh. Dr. Crippen's office was, like, quite near the top... Um, with the news, the secretary that he then ran off with, and then um, it was all the other people that sang with the wife that like helped alert that the first wife had gone missing. Anyway, um, so that's just a bit of fun admin social history. Oh man, I've missed the bit where I said who's the name of the person who wrote the book. What book? <laughs> Did I miss a book? Oh man! Was there a book mention? I mean, Katie hasn't finished it, so I'm not sure. It, it's the audio book. Susanna, right? somebody. Katie's doing a Boris Johnson impression right now. <laughs> oh my god! This might not go out for, for a few for, weeks, for, but for, that is topical as fuck. Yeah. So yes, for, for, forgive uh, me. Yes, forgive me. Forgive you know me. What? Forgive me. Oh, that, it's Susanna. Somebody. She's a great historian, and she wrote this book about Maud West. Oh, that book. I want the film of Maud West. I want the film. I mean, yeah, this woman is like badass. Series? It's got to be a Netflix series. I don't think so, but this woman whose surname Called I can't remember. West? It begins with an Ooh. S. It's Susanna Solemni. It's like Solemni, but it's not Solemni. Why the fuck can't I find it? I really am. Sh- I'm even shit at being Boris Johnson. Anyway. So, West. Susanna uh, Stapleton. Yes! Oh, oh my God! Oh, hey! hey. That's a very Thank honest man that holds so up his much. phone. <laughs> I know. I, it. I would have styled that right the fuck out, David, but I love that you were like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know female I authors, it. actually, and I'm okay. one of the men in the room, so fuck you, Hannah. All right. <laughs> Su- Susanna Stapleton unearthed all this stuff, and it was quite recently, and so she did a deep dive to find all this stuff, 
And because, um, like, basically, Maud West was really famous in her time, and then it just gets buried because the people that write history books yeah. are not women. Yeah. Um, and then, so, but so she uncovered all this stuff. So there may well be stuff in the pipeline because it's exciting. But also, because all these articles would have been in the papers, like Agatha Christie definitely would have read about this, and there is some crossover oh. with plotline. I mean, Ooh. like, I think Agatha Christie is exactly 10 years. Younger than Maud. Oh wow! And Maud, Maud went huh. went wow. going until like the Second World War. Wow. Like she's still going did in she, the third. Did she make oh, a lot wow. of money? Like was she quite wealthy? Yeah, she she did really well. Mm. And there was all different um, girl boss. Am I did right? she stay with her husband? <laughs> yes, she loved her did husband. She? Okay. And um, no, she really didn't. He was like sick, and she. Ugh. <laughs> 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 But, um, I mean, I haven't finished the book, but then there's this whole... <laughs> Maybe she hates him by the end. But there's No, I was just curious how... The... If he was supportive, I guess. Yeah. Did he seems... unstack the dishwasher? I think, and, I, and he wasn't, like, really particular and lectured her about where to put plates. When, like, I'm just imagining when... this dishwasher, like, at the time would have been, like, a maid. <laughs> so it's, 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 pop, pop that under well, her arm, that one under her arm, but yeah. Then they, so, but then after the First World War, I haven't written this down, but this is something that came up in the book, The one of the big targets of crime was... Because, um, obviously, there were loads of women and not enough men... And um, all the women couldn't get married, so they had to, like, get jobs and stuff. And then there was... No, no, but they'd already had jobs in the... But, but anyway, I'm saying this so bad. Anyway, shut up, Katie. Right. <laughs> what happened was... <laughs> the loads of um, con artists tried to... all Because all the, you know, these women had been brought up to, like, trust everyone and not have any good yeah. business sense. And then so they were complete marks for all these... People that were what then men? trying to, like, like, trying con, to con, con them out of money and stuff. <gasps> so one of the things that Maud West did after the First World War was to try and put a stop to stuff like that. Oh, wow. Ooh. I should have really done this case another couple of weeks when I'd finished the book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, let's have raise a glass to Maud West. Yes, please. Um, genuinely, have you guys heard of Maud West? Oh, lovely. <laughs> we, we know Mae West. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's yet another story where it's like, we should all know who she is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She just sounds so cool. Like, we need to know more about her. We need to have her story. Like, it's so true what you're saying. Like, because history just gets written by men. Yeah. You know, you. I know it's like cheesy, but like her story. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that is. Yes. Just, I want to know more about that story. I mean, forget Sherlock Holmes. I want to know about this woman. She's badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Plus the snog. Yeah, we need more to that. <laughs> we need details. Someone um, saying is Maud is not a good name. Oh, I like Maud. I think it's kind of like you know, like Maud is Edith anyway. All right, all right. Before before the gig turns, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let's do the listener crime. So we somebody called Beth on Instagram. Yeah. Beth, we've, we've been told you have to get proper close to the microphone. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get you can phone you can. in your listener crimes, just so you know. Get. Um, I was in year seven, so it was about <gasps> over ten years ago. Um, okay. Oh, all right. Someone's very so young. All right. No one likes to show off. Yeah. It's a cold Speak case. up. 
it's a cold case. It's a long time ago. Okay. And in my school, when we had our art lessons, we had to leave our bags down underneath the stairs, a couple of floors, floors down, so they're, they're vulnerable. Uh, and there, sure. was, there was a bit of thieving going around the school a few months earlier. Someone stole my flute. That came back. That was okay. Oh, no. But this, this is the big one. This is the big one. Bigger okay. than a flute? No, 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 no. This is more important. Okay, a big one. I come back down. I was really excited earlier that day. I'd bought one of the big bags of mini eggs back when they used to do the big bags. Oh, my God. And someone had rifled through my bag. They were at the bottom. I remember I'd put them at the bottom of my bag. So no one could find no it one if could they find were trying them. to do it quickly. Yeah. And I had to explain to my teacher. I was like, my, my things are being stolen. She was like, right, the mini eggs. Anything else being stolen? And I was like, yeah, my purse. But that doesn't matter. It's the mini eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know if it was... Student, who did, a who teacher, the fuck did it? Some yeah. random or off the street. Does it feel like they knew the mini eggs were there? I feel like they went searching for them. Yeah. Do you have any enemies? Did you go to school with these girls? <laughs> Can you break down who would have had access to these bags? Anyone that could get into the school, which at the time was anybody, because they just didn't lock the doors. <laughs> yes! Do you know what? I went back to my old school the other day, and I was like, this is like a prison. It's they have gates. They have gates now, and yeah. you have to scan a fob, but when I yeah, first joined, you... it was just walk off the street. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. But it's probably closer than that. It's it's an inside job. Yeah, because yeah. it's somebody that wants mini eggs. Now, how many of the people you knew had strict mums that wouldn't eat them, like, let them eat chocolate? <laughs> I don't know. Who would have known that they were even in there? I That's what I know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why it's a cold case. The flute Ooh. teacher. It could be. It could be. I can just imagine her doing the flute and like mini eggs at the end. Of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how flutes work, but it feels like as an image, that's quite nice. It's yeah. probably like that, isn't it? Yeah. I it's like a speedball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I think it... What was your... Oh, no, you probably shouldn't say the name. I always Gosh. like names, though. What was the name of your science teacher? No. Because he's not involved in this. That's fine. I, I feel like... Oh, she, oh, she! You're, you're completely right. You're completely right. What about your home economics teacher? What was he called? <laughs> <laughs> For podcast audience, no, I just... No, sorry. Did you do my save, Hannah? You talked, you talked to a teacher about yeah. what happened. I did mention the purse, but and the, they main, were, the main concern was the mini-eggs. They, they were very dismissive about yeah. the mini-eggs and yeah, then said, what about the purse? The, it was that, it was that teacher. And did anything get recovered? that teacher. No. No, no um, Did you have a frenemy? Oh. I don't think so. It would be news to me if I did. And was there an assembly <laughs> where they were like, if anyone stole a purse, put it back in here and they, when we're not looking and there won't like, be any... Oh, no, no that's, that's gone now. They're like, if anyone there, had the mini was, eggs, good on you. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there was thefts going about. I wasn't the only victim, but it's I don't think... definitely a teacher. I, I don't think there was anyone else that you lost their mini eggs. inside job. I think it was the teacher that... Yeah, I think it was a teacher as well. And what did Ooh. she teach? <laughs> Feminism, Hannah. <laughs> Rosie the Riveter getting fisted, Taylor. I'm, I'm, no, uh, she's doing the fisting. Oh, it's yes. empowering. No, I mean, in my own mind, I fuck, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, well, I think, oh. What, was, what, what subjects did the teacher teach? She taught maths, but she was like my head of year as well. Oh, head of year. Head of year. Yeah. Stressed this, out. This, this was she on a diet the at the time? This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Eight, so it's around Easter, I imagine. They only fucking but, bring mini eggs out at Easter, I yeah. realised the other day. Is yeah. she nice to you afterwards? <laughs> you're finding that out in November. When you're like, I don't fucking fancy a mini egg. You just have and to stock like, up. No, Jesus says no. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was me, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, God. <laughs> so what do we think? Do we think the maths teacher, guys? Yes. Yes, I think yeah. it was the maths teacher. All right, teacher. fuck you, the maths Definitely. teacher. Have some rosé. Thank you, Matt. All right. No picturing Jesus at the Cadbury facility. (laughs) (laughs) Thou shalt be dairy milk. (laughs) That's what he'd say, yeah. Um, (laughs) Fruit and nut. (laughs) All right, enough about Jesus here. (laughs) We have just enough time to hear what Aisha, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Aisha Hazarika. Um, you can also hear my radio show, which is on Times Radio, every Saturday and Sunday, oh, four cool. till seven. It's got a real mix of news and politics and debate and comedy and randomly a business section. Cool. Don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew about that? Occasionally, you have to do some sport as well. Uh, culture, <laughs> but it's always a really good listen. So that's on Times Radio, Saturday and Sunday, four to seven. You can read me in the Evening Standard every Wednesday. Oh. Oh, cool. and in the iPaper every second Thursday and you can just see me and I also top, pop up on Good Morning Britain quite a lot very early with some uh, right wing man having a ding dong <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> oh that's so cool oh, I do have a book as well Go on. Christmas coming up. So if any of you are slight political nerds or know anyone that's a bit of a political nerd, I did write a book about when I worked in politics and not many women write books about politics as old yeah. as men writing books about politics. So I used to work on Prime Minister's Questions and I wrote a book called Punch and Judy Politics, which is like history Ooh. and the art to Prime Minister's Questions. Nice. Can we buy it now? Yeah, available from all good bookshops and some really ropey ones as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, there might even be a few unsigned copies floating (laughs) around in circulation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that about wraps it up. Thank you for coming. Thank you to the Museum of Comedy and thank you to Ayesha Hazarika. anyone wants to stick around for a drink thank you very much goodbye drunk women solving crime is produced by amanda redman music by the lion and the wolf if you would like to you can follow us on drunk women pod on twitter on facebook and insta we are drunk women solving crime and please review us on apple podcast and also if you have a crime that you would like us to solve write it on a review on apple podcast as well thank you to acas and thank you for listening bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.